Welcome to 6-Minute Stories, where you hear the writing of new voices and experienced writers whose submissions appear in the anthologies of the Personal Story Publishing Project. Now in Season 6, you will hear stories from our seventh collection, Twists and Turns. Find links to 6-Minute Stories and to the Personal Story Publishing Project at randalljones.com. Everybody loves a good story. We hope you enjoy this one. They Don't Leave Us by Lorraine Martin Bennett I had heard as a child the adage, The dead do not die, not when you love them. I did not believe it. Now, I do. The departed souls of those we cherish do not leave us. They return in ways simple, profound, unexpected, and entirely unpredictable. I first became aware of this after my grandmother passed and violets began to grow in my yard. My grandparents' house was the playground of my childhood. Their five children, including my dad, grew up in that house. Their grandchildren, including me, played on their long L-shaped front porch. We tried to touch our toes to the ceiling as we pushed their large porch swing higher and higher. Our twilight hours were spent chasing fireflies across their sycamore-shaded front yard. In my grandmother's backyard each spring, violets patterned the ground with a mesmerizing carpet. Now in spring, when I see violets with their purple and white heads nodding through the early grass, she is there, pointing her finger in excitement and chattering happily at their appearance. My grandfather, who preceded my grandmother's going by years, was straight and strong as an oak. I remember his low, steady voice. I never heard him raise it, but when he spoke, people stopped whatever they were doing and listened. His hands were large, gnarled, and capable. Now when I see an oak, especially an ancient one with its hard and durable trunk, its spreading and comforting canopy, its resilience to wind, snow, sleet, rain, and hail. My grandfather comes to me as strong and steadfast in my memory as that oak. My flighty and frothy mother-in-law, a minister's widow, lived with my husband and me for two decades. She cross-stitched my dining-room chair cushions, needle-pointed my napkins, and embroidered holiday runners for my Christmas table. A very able church pianist, she often took to her upright during evening hours to play the old hymns she loved so much. Most of all, she adored butterflies. She fastened their magnetized images across her refrigerator door. Today, when I see a bright, flickering flash in the sunlight, she is there, and I can hear her laughter. My own mother loved hummingbirds and anticipated their arrival every spring. She loved to paint birds, still-life portraits of fruits, vegetables, flowers, beautiful vistas. Over the years, her canvases have covered my walls. She took note of seasonal changes in ways I never could. Her artist eye observed emerging shifts in the colors of sky, grass, and leaves. Each year, as February's chill departed and new leaves made their appearance on trees, exhausted from winter's capriciousness, 
She would comment on the various hues and shadings of greens across her beloved Blue Ridge Mountains, from sage to olive to teal to emerald. Now she comes to me in springtime, not with the hummingbirds, but just when new leaves begin their long-anticipated entrance. My husband and soulmate was an astute observer and writer of the Blue Ridge with its environmental glories and challenges. He wrote every other week in the newspaper of happenings around our area, including topics making him unpopular with certain readers. He was highly offended by a local group's efforts to develop cabins within the National Forest and carve dirt roads through Forest Service lands. That topic alone fueled enough fury for a dozen columns. But his newspaper musings also honored these storied mountains in other ways. From an author whose books he loved, the novelist and short story writer Louis L'Amour, he took the heading for his own column, The Far Blue Mountains. Now when I am driving these mountain roads and crest a hilltop with the far blues waiting in the distance, my late husband is with me. My father spent many hours of his life working a farm. Every spring, without fail, he carefully planted a large garden with potatoes, squash, cucumbers, tomatoes, okra, corn, green beans. He loved the mountains and the land and took particular notice of any change in weather. He was quick to offer observations to anyone who would listen. I have been waiting for my father to come in a breeze, a storm, a sudden gale, or in ripples of thunder and lightning. He has been gone for more than a dozen years. So far, he has not made an appearance, but of one thing I am certain, he will. Copyright 2022, Lorraine Martin Bennett. Lorraine Martin Bennett is a print, web, and broadcast journalist who grew up in Murphy, North Carolina. After graduating from the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill, she began her career on the Atlanta Journal, writing features and covering news. She became the first woman to head a domestic bureau at the Los Angeles Times. She joined a fledgling CNN, completing her career at CNN International. She still practices her craft by copy editing and occasionally writing stories for the Clay County Progress Weekly. Her first novel, a psychological thriller titled Cat on a Black Moon, is due to be published later this year. Read more about this writer and background on this story in a special feature of 6-Minute Stories called Author's Talk. Thank you for listening to another 6-Minute Story. You can read them all in the seven anthologies of the Personal Story Publishing Project. Find the link to our online store at randalljones.com. That's R-A-N-D-E-L-L-Jones.com. There you can learn about submitting your own story for consideration for our next Personal Story Publishing Project. And remember, everybody loves a good story.